0: You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined, as always, by Adam Matas. Adam, probably not the best sign that the NBA keeps releasing all their information late at night. Nothing like the late-night news dumps to to get you
1: through your evenings. On the flip side, there's not that much information, so it's not like you're missing that much. But...
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm not looking at it from the standpoint of like what we're missing or what people might be missing. I mean, from the standpoint of like what the information is. Like that's why they're – the fact that there isn't much to miss, that's why they're releasing it all late at night. Sure. Uh, today's show, we are going to go through all of our what-ifs. We have three what-ifs each, uh, one for this season, one for the team that we cover, and one for all-time NBA history uh we are just gonna dive right in let's go ahead and start with this season adam what is this season's what if for you
1: for me so i get to go first well yeah there there was a couple that were like that i was going back and forth between but the one that i thought would be most interesting to discuss was what if zion williamson never got hurt what if he had a Mm. full healthy rookie nba season now I don't think this would have affected the season that much. Like, I don't think like anything meaningfully different would happen, you know, in terms of like, oh, the championship odds are completely out of whack. But Zion was having a historic rookie season through 19 games. It was only 19 games, but 23 points per game on Shaq efficiency was absurd. And you have to think, at least I have to think that those numbers weren't going to go down. I mean, typically, players get better. They might hit a wall, you know, at the end of the year or whatever, but typically, rookies start off one way, and they get better as the season goes on. So um, I think Zion was on pace for an all-time rookie season, especially for a player his age, and I think that just him being healthy all season would have elevated the Pelicans into the playoffs as the eight seed. There's no way they would have caught the seven seed. There's a big, I think, 7-game gap between 8 and 7 in the Western Conference. But how fun would that have been to have the Pelicans in that spot matching up with the Lakers?
0: You know what this, you say it doesn't impact the season that much, but you know what it does impact? You know what it does change? The fun. We don't have like 37,000 conversations about ratings. (laughs) That's probably true. I mean,
1: (laughs) there is something to that. He was must see television.
0: Yeah. He was, he was, he was was in in college, right? Like, the 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 ratings when duke played and he was in those games were astronomical by yeah. college basketball standards and then you know we saw it when he came to the nba that the pelicans games were just the kind of thing that they were they were events right those those 19 games uh the handful of games that he played on national tv those were must see tv events yeah. and the Pelicans were scheduled to be on TV a ton this year with the NBA and ESPN and TNT right. understanding that that was going to be the case. So I, I really do think like while it doesn't affect the season itself, the the outcome of the season standings or whatever, I don't think it makes that big a difference. But I do think it affects the perception of this season, the yeah. conversation, the narrative surrounding this season. Do you think that Zion
1: Williams, because one of the questions I have, especially watching this Jordan doc, LeBron has been that guy. I mean, he's the face of the league. I don't think mm-hmm. any other player that's established, like Kevin Durant Curry, those are great players. They have a certain draw, but they don't have the draw of a LeBron. Do you think Zion could have been could be or could have been that guy this season? The guy that's like, okay, everybody in the world knows about and everybody in the world cares about.
0: Well, I I mean LeBron's still there, so I don't think you need another face, right? Yeah, but he's
1: only he there can. for so long. I mean, he's. Yeah. I'm. I'm more talking about like the handoff. Like, I could mean, he grow into that? But you would see it a rookie season. I mean, we saw it with LeBron. His rookie season, it was yeah. like, oh wow, this is going to be a guy we're going to talk about for twenty years, mm-hmm. and not just. I mean, there's a lot of players that come in that way. I'm talking about a guy that's like, okay, this is their league. Maybe not from a who owns the championships, but just from a this is the most marketable guy by leaps and bounds.
0: Yeah, he'd be up there. I also think uh, Giannis is gonna is gonna be that guy. But he's and, not.
1: No, no, no. You're wrong about that. Giannis isn't. No, that I guy. think that's, eventually that's he of, will
0: be. Like think? this was. That's kind of the. That's gonna be the. That's one of the bummers about how the season was kind of playing out, or or, or not how the season was playing out, but but uh, how by happened? you know and, and, and because of COVID. We don't have the playoffs right now. This was gonna be his coming out part. But I think this you're thinking like, this but Anthony, I think he's you're gonna thinking be in the about,
1: finals. Yeah, but I think you're thinking about who is gonna win. That's a, Tim Duncan won no, a lot of championships. I'm not, I'm it was never his league. Winning.
0: I'm saying, like one of the things the NBA does, I don't know if it's the NBA or ESPN or TNT, they do it really, really poorly is market small markets. Like they are terrible. Sure. And and you know, now I, I think Zion is gonna be popular enough to overcome that, right? Um, I think one thing that really helped him is that he was so popular in college. Giannis came came out of nowhere. So if you're gonna like if you're going to learn about Giannis, it's going to be completely through the way the NBA is marketed. And they've done a piss-poor job of marketing Giannis. But
1: you couldn't so, screw so, up LeBron. That's the, that's my point. LeBron was a guy that it was like, look, this guy is popular. But, is,
0: but he, you couldn't screw him up because we knew about LeBron before he made it to the NBA. We didn't know anything about Giannis before these last few years. I don't we, think we Giannis will anything. come
1: anywhere close to the fame of a LeBron, of a Kobe, of a Michael Jordan. You can draw a through line from those three guys and say, okay, one of them was carrying the league's popularity – you know, through their eras. I don't think that'll be the case of Giannis. He could win three, four in a row, and I still let's think he would this, be huh? let's make this wager if he's a Laker. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess that's that's the that's the way you solve it all for sure.
0: No, I'm i But LeBron, look, was, I'm in saying that, I'm saying LeBron was in Cleveland. My point is LeBron was in Cleveland
1: for all those years and this was yeah. his league. He was the most popular guy and he was one okay. of the most popular people on earth.
0: Yeah, I agree. Giannis and is not I, like bad. I said I I think Giannis could be that. I really honestly do. I think this season was gonna be the year that you know, because you can't you can't get around it other unless unless they were gonna spend the entire final series talking about where Giannis is gonna play next, which is altogether possible given the way that the, the league is covered nowadays. But if they spend any time whatsoever talking about Giannis himself and he's in a final setting, He becomes that guy. He he, really—he's just—he's so incredibly—he's insanely likable. He's not very relatable, right? Because he's this seven-foot freak. But LeBron isn't very relatable. Zion isn't very relatable. But but the way he approaches the game, he's kind of a throwback player in in the way he competes out there. Uh, I I really think he's going to be the next guy. I'm not taking away from Zion's ability to do that. I think it'll be their league moving forward. It'll be it'll be Zion. I, I just don't see it with Giannis. I think the you know the fact that he's from Greece, he's got a funny That's name, crazy. his
1: skill set and body is so different from anything you can practice or you know whatever.
0: I just don't think he'll be that guy. Hmm. I think we might have to. I I just I just flatly disagree. That's crazy. Let's hear your what if. My what if. What if the Clippers don't trade for Paul George?
1: Yeah, I had this one as well. I guess maybe I'll have to come up with a third one now. But um, I thought this was a really, really interesting one. Or not if they didn't, because I think they always wanted to. What if they couldn't? Yeah,
0: yeah. What if what if OKC doesn't take the deal? What if Paul George doesn't demand a trade? All of the things that led to the deal eventually getting made. Yeah. Kawhi is a Laker, <laughs> <laughs> like according to reports. Like that's how this goes, and uh, or or he isn't right. I I also I don't know if he is. I yeah, I mean, does he return to Toronto? And if he turn if he returns to Toronto, is the most kind of interesting uh, relationship in the league between two Eastern Conference teams, the 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 Raptors and the Bucks. Like that'd be fascinating. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be so different from the last decade or so, where the Eastern Conference becomes a focus.
1: I think he's still a Clipper. And I think that this season is a bit of a throwaway, a little bit like LeBron's season last year with the Lakers, where it's a little bit of a maybe we'll get someone at the trade deadline, maybe we can make a run of this, but if not, you know, <laughs> the Giannis 2020. Let's go for the let go for the big move here and <laughs> keep space open. So <laughs> I still think he winds up at the Clippers. I know there was all the reports that that's what it was going to take or this or that, but I think at the end of the day, he wanted to be. We know he wanted to be in LA. Really wanted to be in L.A. Yeah. We know he wanted to be opposite LeBron. I think that was important to him, too, because from a legacy standpoint, it really is a great play. I mean, he can, if the Clippers are or were to um, win the title this year and best the the Lakers and LeBron, that does a lot for Kawhi's legacy as a player. I think he goes up a lot of levels in terms of yeah. how we talk about him historically. So I think he always wanted to be there. I just think it would have been a really tough pill to swallow had had he not been able to. With is there
0: George. is there a player with the nickname the franchise? I mean, there was Steve Francis. Steve right? Francis, <laughs> but but like you can't I mean, also it doesn't matter. You can't you can't take a so name. It's so bad. Steve Francis is so bad as that. But like if if Kawhi Leonard wins a championship in San Antonio, goes to one year for for Toronto, wins a championship there, and then wins a championship in with the Clippers of all franchises. Like that's his nick. Like that's the best nickname ever. The franchise. The organization, like just like the, the dude, the dude wouldn't be that bad. The dude like, of LA, I, mean, I guess that kind of tracks. <laughs> I, I think, I think that'd be Kawhi's preference. You know, Kawhi dude. has quietly so gone
1: from no nicknames to now the claw, board man, fun guy. I mean, like he's starting to acquire some nicknames here. And <laughs> the franchise. That's how you know he's like Shaq. <laughs> That's how you know you're, uh, you know, you're good when you get multiple nicknames.
0: Well, the difference, though, is like Shaq gave himself those nicknames. Kawhi's (laughs) just like, I guess I'll take another one. Sure, fine. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Do you have any other what-ifs then for for this season? No. Okay, me neither. Good. So let's take a a quick second here. When we come back, we are going to do an NBA all-time what-if. There have been plenty of ripple moments, plenty of fork-in-the-road moments in the history of the league. Uh, You and I will get into those here in a bit. All right, I'll start this time since you went first last time. Sounds good. My NBA all-time what if. What if Scottie Pippen takes a better deal than the one he got in the 90s? It's a great one. I like Listen it. Listen to these numbers. So his his rookie year, obviously, he's on a rookie-style contract, right? He makes $765,000. 91, 92, 2.7. 92, 93, 3.4. 93, 94, 3.05. 94, 95, 2.25. Yeah. 95, 96, 2.9, 96, 97, 2.25, 97, 98, 2.75. That's and then and then he goes to all, Houston and he makes money. a li- It is. No, I'm I mean, but 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 by you know, by NBA standards, even at the time.
1: No, it was still great. See, this is one of the things that this documentary, The Last Day, it's one of a 100 things I could point to in this documentary, and I love the documentary, but that is kind of not telling the full story. First of all, he knew what he was doing. He wanted the money and he needed the money up front. So he front loaded this long term deal. This, oh, we'll just keep, you know, this pays me for eight years or whatever that I'm going to take it. He knew what he was doing. It's just okay. later on when the salaries went up and inflation and everything else, then it was like, well, why am I not getting paid? And I'm now I've gone from being this 1990 very good player, very, very good player to one of the best players in the NBA. And you want to change that. That's just unfortunately, it's not how it works. But the broader what if about, you know, just what if Jordan didn't get to have the running mate that was underpaid for all of yeah. the years? Does he win? Anthony, what's interesting about this? Almost every champion has one of these. It's almost, we spend all this time talking about how to build a contender. Every dynasty has that one, like, well, he, you know, he tore his ACL that year and he got a five-year deal and then it wasn't that good when he got held. Something happens like that. Steph Curry, you know, you always get an underpaid guy. So it's a fun what if. And I think the answer to this what if is just that Michael Jordan's career
0: trajectory is completely different. It's It's wild. Do we get this, MJ Doc, if, if if Scottie Pippen makes decent money? So I went back and looked. So if you track this, uh, it looks like in 96, 97, the amount of money that was filtering into contracts really jumps, right? So Michael's contract goes from 97, 95, 96, he was paid $3.85 million. In 96, 97, he was paid $30 million, right? 30. Yeah. He was the only uh, one in the league like this, though. Right. Well, but, but that's still like Pippen's contract went from uh, 2.95 to 2.25. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's wild. And, and like you, you mentioned a second ago, every single dynasty has that Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant was on his rookie deal, right? Tim Duncan kept taking uh, salary cuts uh, to be able to continue to afford uh, Tony Parker and manage nobly and whatever else they needed. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, not a part of a of a dynasty, but also willing to take those pay cuts. And that allowed the Mavericks to stick around for as long as they did with him Uh, that this to me, like, I'm not sure we, I'm not sure we get this MJ quote unquote documentary. If Scottie Pippen is paid properly those last few years and they aren't also able to afford either Dennis Rodman uh, or, or, you know, Ron Harper or whatever. They had a phenomenal team. I think Jerry Krause obviously did a great job of assembling
1: a lot of the pieces on that roster. But Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan. At the end of the day, first of all, it only happens the one way. So I think often when we do these what ifs, you start discrediting people or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was incredible. Something else would have happened. Would there have been another player that, um, you know, developed into Scotty? Because remember, Scotty wasn't like highly touted. He yeah. just happened to really fit into what what um, the Bulls wanted out of him, and I think he was very motivated to kind of become the best version of himself. Maybe there's another player that sort of follows along that same track. So, but nonetheless, the point remains: all of these guys—Ku, Coach, Rodman, uh, Harper—there were some great players on this team that were really, really yeah. sort of underrated. And Scottie Pippen, obviously, at the top of that list.
0: Yep. All right. Who? What's your all-time NBA? What if? Well, this isn't like the the biggest "what if" all time. Although maybe it's one of them. Yeah, the one one that came to mind for you. But the one that came to mind is
1: it's maybe the most obvious one. What if Kevin Durant just doesn't go to the Warriors? This one, Mm. this is one I think people have always sort of thought about. But let's just rewind a little bit. LeBron and the Cavs win in 2016 was was a little bit lucky. Doesn't take away from what they did, but all of those sort of. Um, you know suspensions and injuries and everything that happened that led to that 3-1 comeback probably doesn't happen again but here's the thing Anthony in 2017 I think the Rockets led the charge in sort of figuring out how to solve the Warriors in addition mm. to the Warriors just kind of being fatigued I mean every year you go on and keep going back to the finals you get a little bit more tired a little bit more worn down. The Warriors in 2016, I think, were the best team in the NBA, even though the Cavs won. 2017, I don't know if that's the case. And if you don't get Kevin Durant, there's just another chance for LeBron and Kyrie and the Cavs to go back and repeat. And then if yeah. that happens, does Kyrie ask to be traded when they're still on top with a chance to 3 something his idol Kobe Bryant did? I don't think Probably. so. Probably. I yeah, well <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you never know actually. But but maybe not. I just think that changes the whole trajectory. And if we're talking about a LeBron James that closes out his Cavs tenure with a three peep before heading to the Lakers, that changes so many different things in the NBA. That really has a domino effect all the way down. Or yeah, it all, or so, let me give oh, let me give you one last one. Go for it. Or maybe the 2017 Thunder just win the championship
0: because you know what? They were really freaking good. <laughs> and they probably really would have done good. it anyway. And Kevin Durant is endlessly happier. <laughs> He's actually happy. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't spend his, like, quarantine time in Matt Moore's mentions.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it might be true. Uh, I, I, The other thing, too, so I think I agree with all of those potential endings to to all of that. But it also took away from what looked to be an incredible rivalry that came completely out of nowhere. You could have had, like, a four- or five-year run where the same two teams kept meeting in the finals. And, and you know... Was it, like, was it a Kev- fun rivalry? It could have been. We will never know because Kevin Durant showed up. Oh, like, I he, thought he, you were saying with Kevin Durant it was. Okay, I got you. Yeah, it was. It was very fun in 2015 and 16 for sure. Yeah, and and, and we could have got it again in 2017, you yeah. know. And I think eventually, like, they either team would have made some tweaks or whatever. So I'm not sure we would have gotten the same kind of round 1 round 2 round 3 kind of boxing match but but it still was was this thing that was shaping up to be this incredible rivalry our friend mort uh, is is it's the thing that he like holds against kevin durant almost on a personal level is oh. it looked like it was going to be so much fun uh, but then kevin durant shows up and winds up being the cheat code that we all know kevin durant to be and the warriors be you know became boringly great Another one that's kind of interesting in this, if that
1: doesn't happen, I wonder what happens to just Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he sort of, they won First of all, the Raptors won the 2019 title. Mm. Does that Spurs Raptors trade still happen? I mean, is all of the, the rest of the dominoes the same? I wonder too, you know, LeBron went to Miami and it was a really big deal, the decision. But I think over time people grew to understand that one. I thought Kevin Durant's going to the Warriors was a different thing, and it opened up the flood banks in a different way. I think it made it more palatable for Anthony Davis to quit on his team and demand a trade, and that's all folks New Orleans. And I wonder Mm -hmm. if it made it easier for Kawhi Leonard to do similar things in San Antonio. Now, regardless of how you feel about whether it was justified or this or that, the fact of the matter is Kevin Durant took the biggest bullet from a a PR standpoint
0: and going to the Warriors and everybody else could sort of, it was so egregious that everybody else is like, look, I didn't do it that bad.
1: Exactly. That's my point. So I wonder (laughs) if it's all a little bit different, all of this sort of, well, I'm just going to go to this team or that team is a little bit different. If it weren't for KD. I
0: like it. I like that theory a lot. Uh, Another potential future. What if I bet, you know, five, six years from now, we're going to be asking, what if we don't let Alex Caruso go to the Lakers? <laughs> it just it just seems unfair. Unfair. He's too good. <laughs> the bald eagle. I I'm that's that's obviously completely a joke, but I do really think at some point we're gonna if we ever do get playoffs and Rajon Rondo plays more than Alex Caruso, that's gonna be a what if for Lakers fans. Yeah. Like what what if what if Frank Bogle actually plays the better player? <laughs> Anywho. All right. Let's take a quick second here. When we come back, we are going to focus on our team specifically for our for our favorite uh, all time. What if? All right, it's yours. What if Michael Malone doesn't have outright hatred of Michael Porter Jr.? I'll oh, come off it. He doesn't hate him. It would,
1: be, it would be a fun one, though. Oh, I miss being <laughs> ever, uh, upset about Michael
0: Porter's minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's your What's your Nuggets all time what if?
1: I'm gonna rewind all the way back to 2003, when the Denver Nuggets had the best odds at the lottery, and who happened to be there? Cleveland's own LeBron James. Mm. But it wasn't to be Denver gets the third pick. But what if they would have gotten the number one pick, Anthony? Nobody, here's why nobody can wrap their head around it. Because LeBron was from Ohio, right outside of mm-hmm. Cleveland, everybody just assumed that's how it was supposed to be. Like we always do this when somebody wins a title, we act like, oh, well, it was inevitable that team was going to win. I mean, they were, the, you know, whatever. You don't right. forget that going into it, you didn't predict that was going to happen. Well, the same thing happens with LeBron here. LeBron went to the Cavs. And he had a very good run, obviously those those years from 2003 to 2010. But you know what, the Nuggets had a pretty good thing going in 2003. It's why Carmelo was able to make the playoffs right out of the bat and and be as the centerpiece of the team. LeBron would have been walking into a much better roster, a much more stable ownership group. Believe it or not, you know the if you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, The ownership changed hands. Dan Gilbert was not the owner when LeBron came in. Uh, The management, everything, coaching, everything trickled over. George Carl, very progressive coach, very much a we're going to let the players kind of free flow. We're going to play. It's kind of like a Mike D'Antoni style, offensive heavy. I wonder if there would have been something to LeBron walking into a much better team and having a much more stable organization those seven years if he would have gotten to the top quicker. He wouldn't have stayed in Denver. He wouldn't have returned to Denver the way he returned to Cleveland. But Denver would have had seven years of building a really good team around him, and we already know that a bad team around LeBron in 2007 made the finals. Maybe LeBron makes a few finals in his first four, five, six years before moving on.
0: Does he knock off Kobe you know, in one of those those t- years right. that he won a championship, does does George Carl finally get a championship of his own, right? Like, well, well, think about know, it this way. Anthony. George Carl is kind of way. a punchline in playoff coaching. He, he might not be if he, if he has LeBron James.
1: And think about it this way. The Nuggets went to six games in the Western Conference Finals in 2009 against the Lakers with Carmelo. If you swap LeBron James and Carmelo – are you telling me that series isn't a little bit different? I mean, LeBron significantly better player than Carmelo Anthony was. So mm-hmm. um, I think those Nuggets teams were, you know, had a lot of talent on the roster: Kenyon Martin, Nene, Chauncey Billups, Allen Iverson. At one point, you give that kind of talent to a LeBron team, I think it would have been really interesting. Or you could even swap it. Um, oh no, I guess Memphis, Detroit. Actually, that was a top one protected pick, so they would never would have gone to Detroit. It would have been Memphis. So yeah, just Denver. Denver
0: is the only other team. That would have been fun. Oh, man. It wouldn't have been fun
1: for the league. I think the league enjoyed LeBron being in the hometown a lot more, and it's made a great storyline for
0: 15 years. If it was in Denver,
1: it it would have just been a little weird.
0: I agree there, but I do think we get – like I think LeBron probably has another championship to his name. Yeah. And I think that helps the league more than him being in Cleveland has helped the league maybe and then and and we also get a you know we probably get a Kobe LeBron playoff series like that would have really helped the league you get a bunch uh, of
1: those i think cuz in the west yeah
0: yeah so like that would have i think that would have probably elevated the league more than him just playing in his hometown has or did in that time yeah. uh my my you know what if it's a fairly obvious one but what if magic johnson never contracts hiv ooh you know, and and uh, we've done this already on Locked On Lakers. Pete and I did, but there's a universe where he and Kobe and Shaq all play on the same team uh, for one eight, year, with the Lakers, and yeah, for one year that would have been really fun. Uh, there's, you know, does does a because you know the Bulls beat them in what was it ninety one? Yeah, yeah, it was ninety one, right? right? Yeah, 91 uh, they final. beat them in the championship in ninety one. Magic Johnson uh, makes his announcement November of the next season. Uh, if that, if magic doesn't make that announcement, if he just plays through that year, do the Lakers knock off the bulls there? And uh, in, in 92, you know, you had, you had a team that, you know, we know how stars rebound after they lose in the finals, especially older ones on kind of their last chapter of their prime. Does, does magic come back and have that kind of a year? The, the, the Lakers that year uh, before magic announced his retirement, they signed Sedale three to offer up some defense from the point guard spot and then also spell magic in in uh, in in minutes where he went to the bench. Like, that was a team. You also had uh, Byron Scott a year older, a year closer to his prime. Uh, James Worthy was still in his prime at the time. Like, that was a team. That Vlade Divac yeah, Vlade, was yeah. – Yeah, he was a rookie the year that they lost in the finals the year before. He's in year two, uh, potentially, if they meet again in the finals that year. And and how differently does does that paint Michael Jordan's career, right? And, I don't and, and know then, that that team was beating the Bulls, though. I, I don't, I don't think so either. But but it's a fun series. I yeah. think it's a really good one. Yeah, it's
1: more I think just interesting because when Michael took over the league in ninety one, as the you know won his first championship, he had taken over the league from a popularity standpoint much earlier. But in ninety one, when it kind of became he became the mold, I always wondered if you just had other. Great player, and you had great players, but players that, of Magic's accomplishments still going. I wonder if there's more people out there that want to be like Magic. <laughs> because after 91, 92, 93, after that, everybody just wanted to be like Mike. There was no other mold people were trying to be. And I wonder if yeah. that even in some I want to be, be like Clyde Drexler. <laughs> <laughs> but Magic is a guy that people did want to be like. So I wonder yeah. if him lingering around the league for another five, six years, maybe you get a little bit more diversity in... Um, you know the type of players people are trying to be. Not everybody yeah, needs to I try mean, to be
0: Mike. I, there are some players who probably hurt trying to be Mike. Correct. Right. You know, like imagine, imagine somebody because because Magic's way of affecting a game was very different from Michael's way of affecting the game. Michael was. Uh-huh arguably the best peer scorer in the history of the, uh, in the history of basketball magic could dominate a game by, you know, a, a, do, a dominated game, in which he scored 12 points, you know, wow. uh, that it was just, and that's what made that finals series in 91. So fascinating and then could have made it even more fascinating the year, you know, after that, if, if we get another year of, of magic, but then, you know, so comes back in the 90, 95 or 94, 95, 95, or 95 96. 96. Yeah, he comes back, and obviously at that point, he looked like he hadn't played in the NBA for four years. Does he age more gracefully? He probably does, right? And if he ages more gracefully, can the Lakers find a way to uh, have him with Kobe and Shaq? And what I find interesting there is, does magic impart some wisdom on Kobe? Hey, this is how I was able to get five championships out of my relationship with Kareem. Don't, you know, here's how you should... You know, I don't know if seventeen-year-old Kobe was ready for those lessons, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, maybe. maybe not. Maybe he does, maybe he not. did not admire the greats. But if, if yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if, if there's somebody he might take that that those lessons from, it might be somebody like Magic Johnson. We know that he pastored Michael Jordan with questions from day one until Michael finally relented and said, "Fine, I'll answer the phone for this Kobe kid or that Lakers kid," as they called him in the in the in the All Star game. Love that. Uh, You know, it's 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 a it's a fascinating one. It's a you know, it's probably the number one what if out here, like by by leaps and bounds. But but you know, we are where we are. Mm. I'm just happy that magic is still around, though, (laughs) because when he announced it, it didn't look like he was going to be around. I thought you were going to
1: say what if the refs didn't blow the uh, 2002 series with the uh, Kings? I thought that's what you were going to say.
0: I mean, I. Personally, I think it was very well officiated. I thought thought it was just on the up and up all the way around. I mean, I was just happy that that Vlade was able to show off his passing ability in that series. That was an incredible pass he made to Robert Horry. He was great. You're the worst. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this episode and this week's episodes of the Locked On NBA podcast. Thank you guys very much for tuning in this week, all week, and throughout this entire time we've spent together, Uh, As we get more updates, every host on this channel and all of your team channels are going to keep you posted as best we can with up-to-date information about if and when the NBA might resume. Uh, Have a great rest of your weekend. Please stay safe out there. Adam and I will talk to you again next Friday.